Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the In The Clear NRL podcast as we prepare for Game 3 of State of Origin tonight. Um, I'm Connor Hickey, and I have with me Chris Bullos and Paul Roberts. Hey, guys. How's it going? Blues! Happy Happy Origin Day. (laughs) I wasn't expecting Paul to say that at all. Um, As I said, we're talking Origin. We're going to talk a little bit of NRL later in the podcast. Um, But just before we get started, this is... Uh, this podcast is produced by Australian Community Media, which is a division of Fairfax Media, and uh, we're going to be syndicated across the state today for the first time, rather than just Sydney. So that'll be that's nice and exciting for us. Um, so, guys, let's jump straight into it. Um, I think Queensland's going to win tonight. I think the narrative. Get is, out, mate! I, yeah. Get out! I've been wrong both times so far, um, but I, I think the narratives against New South Wales and the Queenslanders are going to be in a frenzy, perhaps never seen before. Um, north of the Tweed, so um, yeah, it's Queensland's going to get another series, unfortunately. Why do you think they're going to win, mate? Is it just that passion? The passion, yeah. I don't mean, I, look, I, at the risk of sounding like a whinging Blues fan, Queensland just they always win the penalty count up there, and we saw what that does in game two, winning the penalty count. Because to be honest, I, in game two, I didn't think the Blues played that badly until the penalties started going against them, and then suddenly, you know, and they had a couple of drop balls or whatever, but really, I, I think the penalties are what stopped the Blues from, from performing well in Game 2. And it's going to be the same in, in Game 3. Queensland's probably... It's going, to, it's going to be like the Manly-Penrith game I was at at the weekend. Queensland's probably going to get about 20 to 1 penalty count. Um, the fans the fans will dead set be about to jump the fence um, if any of the Blues dare, you know, do anything to their... Um, treasured Queensland players and it's it's going to be a madhouse and the Blues are going to unfortunately be on the wrong side of history again. Chris, can we even this up, mate? You, can you speak some common sense you, to, to this you, man? Can you delete that first three minutes? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's not going to happen. It's, um, sense. For, for one, I think New South Wales' um, big strength tonight is their ability to hold Queensland that first 15 minutes. I think in past in other game threes they've been blown off the park in the opening you know, 10 to 15 minutes. I think our forward pack is too strong um, to do that to, for Queensland to do that this time. I think it's Queensland will bank themselves like they did in game two to take it down to the final ten minutes and get us there. But if we, as a New South Wales fan, I think they'll be looking to do what they do in game one: control possession earlier on the game and then rip the game open around the you know the, around the half time period because that's where I think we've got the edge over Queensland. And it's the bench, um, you know, Graham Trevojevic and Clamo just being outstanding for New South Wales. And I think if they can, if New South Wales can hold that first ten to fifteen minutes, I think it's where New South Wales is going to get their ascendancy. You know, between you know minutes thirty to fifty. And then, um, yeah, and take it out of that Queensland's hands. I think, yeah, Ben Hunt on the bench, I'm not sure what role he's going to play, but I, yeah, it's very interesting what role he's going to play in terms of their forward rotation because I said it last week, you know, Papali, Hess, Jared Wallace played, you know, very limited minutes in game one, in game two. So they're all going to be forced to play extra minutes. And when you said, Wiles, I'd love to see Jack Bird get on before half time. Yeah, I think yeah. Pete's a solid. Pete will do the job and he'll play 80 minutes and you know, make 50 tackles. I still think, I don't know why they don't throw Bird in at hooker. I know he's reluctant to go there, but I think we need some punch, as I said, around that time when the Queensland forwards are getting tired, yeah, to give us that little spark around the ruck, just you know, either side of the break. But yeah, I, um, I think New South Wales, and we'll go through our tips later, but I think uh, New South Wales, you know, by double digits tonight. Wow, Lee. Okay. Yeah, look, I agree with you about Pete's and, and Bird. I think it was something that was lacking in the in the second half of game two. That direction around the ruck, we just lost it. We just had no direction, no drive, and to have a bird in there um, 
calling the shots and, and being a, a danger to them. That's what we need to do. We need to be a danger for the full 80 like we were in game one. I'll say one word that'll be key tonight. Grass. Now, Connor, not your type of uh, what you're talking about. Grass in that it's going to be a slippery surface. The, the word is the Horn Pacquiao fight has, has left it a little bit slippery, so it could be more like a, a Sydney game. Where uh, So I expect it to be... Which I actually a, think that plays into the hands of Queensland. It, it may do, but it, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a, a slugfest, and I think we can get on top in a slugfest. The other por- uh, point with grass is find the seagulls. Like, uh, like Jack Gibson used to say, we need to kick to the seagulls. In, in game one, we had a plan to kick to Corey Oates coming out, and it sort of worked. He rumbled out, made his yards, and we had a straight line. If we do that with one B Slater, we uh, and don't get up in that even line, we run the risk of, of of conceding plenty of ground, maybe even points off a kick. So what we need to do is kick to the grass. We need to find the grass and get up early, um, and kick perhaps on the fourth tackle, even before. Let's get on the front foot. We're we're all banging on about how good we are in the forwards. Well, let's test them in the forwards. Let's kick them. Let's keep them in their own 20, 30, 40 for three, four, five tackles and put the pressure on them. I think if we do that, find that kicking game, even kick it out occasionally rather than watch Slater and some of that danger come towards us, particularly as fatigue sets in late in the I'd in each half. I'd rather kick it out just about every set if they can. Well, maybe, may but if we're on top in the forwards, we don't want to give Queensland a rest either. So it, it's, it's a fine line, but what we can't do is kick to Slater and just let him make those easy yards, but not only those easy yards, connect up with his outside backs or somebody even in the centre of the ruck and, and expose us early in the in oh, the tackle count. 100%. Dane Gagai, he's, he's been the player of the series so far. Yes. He he, he's the play, Before, if they were the player of the series, now would be Dane Gagai. He's been making... He, New South Wales have allowed him to make far too many metres coming out of their own end, and that comes from if the fullback catches the ball on the full, he gets a quick play of the ball, and then Gagai's just been rolling off that. Yeah, and they've been, he's you been know, good. Queensland's been. forwards are... are Aren't as strong as they have been previous years. They don't have you. Know, Napa's second stint in game two was awesome, but you know I think Gavin Cooper and Matt Gillette—they're not the guys that you know. They're more defence-orientated players. They don't have the spark. You know, I think it was one missed tackle in game two on Josh McGuire that turned the game. Then you know it's you know I think New South Wales will be confident going to the game. They're back. I don't think Queensland have a lot of points in them. I think they've got three tries of them. Um, you know I, I don't think they've got a lot of points in them. New South Wales can get off to a really good start and force Queensland to chase. Especially with you know Morgan in the centres, Munster at five eight, big question marks over those two guys. I think New South Wales can exploit them defensively um, again, but it'll come down to who controls possession. If we can get you know if we can control that first fifteen minutes through the ruck, it will negate not only Morgan and Munster but Ben Hunt because they won't. They'll, I don't. I struggle to see how they'll bring Ben Hunt on if they're behind. I don't see how they'll maybe they'll shift uh, Munster out to the centres and bring Hunt. They've on got there. some options. Yeah, they'll, they'll even talk about moving Cameron Smith to the halves yeah, and bringing Ben Hunt as you know and running two hookers on. But yeah, again, you negate him and you know you get someone like Cohen Hess. You know, make him tackle. You know, if he comes on, he's defending for four or five sets in a row. You know, New South Wales can negate a lot of that. Let a lot of their attacking. You know, I, I'm I'm more worried about Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai than I am against any of the other. You know, those big four players. You know, the Storm players because those are the guys that will get them forward on the on the right foot so yeah our kicking game is very very important yeah definitely I, I agree with you guys in terms and I mean Valentine Holmes 
he had a quiet game um, in game two when he I think he he was the one that dropped the ball early on in the match but he'll he'll be up for it up in Queensland he's a really good player I don't I don't think um, you'll see a quiet performance from him again like we did last time um, so you you reckon double digit New South Wales yeah well I'm I'm cons- are, you, are you concerned Corder and Frizzell they'll get through the game I was going to ask right? yeah I am I wonder if they replace Frizzell. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. We've I'm, heard that Corden's going to play, but he might have to play limited minutes, which I think he did in Origin 1 anyway, if I remember rightly. Or they certainly shifted him around. He didn't just stay parked out on the edge. I, um, I yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't read whether Frizzell's fit or not. But, I mean, if he's not, I hope they just they just say, look, mate, like, we've got to put, put a fit bloke in there. Because Frizzell's been fantastic, but if he's not fit... Yeah, probably, we saw what happened in Game 2, you know. like they, He had to sit off about the last half hour of the match and they really could have used a bloke like him out there or at least just a fit player so I don't the problem know, is they don't know about that with Frizzell's rib it could it could go the, the needle might be okay and he might not get a knock down and he could last the whole game and Cordner could play the first 20 and then do his calf so they're not they're not yeah, yeah they're injuries where they're not you know, too sure of but it will put pressure the good thing is you know Graham, Trevojevic you know they're 80 minute players for the club level so if there is an injury and Jack Bird could come on and play more minutes, but it just puts extra pressure on everyone. So Absolutely, yeah. it'll be it'll be yeah, it's a concern. It, it does, and it puts pressure on Daly with his rotation as well. It'll be interesting. I expect them both to start to play, and we'll just see how it goes. I think Frizzell can be. He's he's not that eighty minute player. He he's he's the explosive player. If if he can if he can come on and give you. 20, 30 minutes of his of his running on those edges and put a little bit of pressure up the middle um, on on Queensland's smaller halves. I think um, he's done his job and we can get some of uh, some of the 80 minute players like Trebojevic on there um, to fill the void and get uh, Wade Graham on there. I don't think we'll miss out too much if we can get something out of him. So um, you know, and and on the other side of that, um, Slater, they're talking about some ankle, rolled ankle or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. that's absolutely. I mean, I'm sure there's a, there's, a virus, there's, there's a virus up there. No doubt, there's, there's, there's always a virus north of the Tweed um, at the Origin times. So one one good thing for Zelly's good at is targeting a, a playmaker like he did Thurston in game two. So he was, you know, if if they're looking to target someone and they're looking to target Munster on the edge, if he slots in on that edge. He's very good at targeting, you know, the playmakers one on one. So that's a big, that's a big, you'll be big early on if they can make Munster make a whole heap of tackles. It'll be, um, yeah, good for good for Blues. So guys, so final thoughts and and men of the match and scores. What are, what are we thinking? Oh, uh, I will go Cooper Cronk. It's his last game, so it'll 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 be him. Queensland will win by eight points. Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm going to go James Tedesco. I think he's been um, he's been there and thereabouts the first couple of games. He's been really strong for New South Wales, bringing the ball back. I think we, we're going to need him to be to bring the ball back and get us on the front foot. So I'm tipping James Tedesco for me in the match. A New South Wales win, uh, 26-12. And I'm going to go first try scorer, the Hayne Plane, to touch down early on. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll give a first try scorer. Uh, who, who plays on the left edge for Queensland? Whoever... The, the the sweeping backline move that it'll it'll it worked in game two after that ridiculous penalty that Maloney gave away. Well, it was, I don't think it was a penalty anyway, but it, it'll it worked in game two, nearly worked in game one. It'll work in game three. So you'd be looking at Valentine Holmes. I, uh, I is he the left edge? Yeah, he's yeah, on the left. He scored the so. first try in games. Yeah. 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 Okay. So 
I think I've got similarities with you, Chris. I think um, as I get back to that key of kicking early, I think it'll be I think it'll be a slugfest. I don't think it'll be a, a high scoring game like you do, but I'm thinking um, Tedesco man of the match as well um, because I think he'll be a game breaker in tight. And I think it, it'll come down to, you know, if you don't, um, somebody who plays 80 minutes tonight, if they're not tackling, making 40 tackles, they're not trying. But it won't go to a forward. I get the feeling it'll be a game breaker like a Tedesco through the centre. Might grab a, a match winning try. I've got it, um, so man of the match Tedesco, New South Wales win 12 8 in, a, in an old fashioned slugfest. Well. All right, we'll move on to um, the NRL and talk um, the Round 19 games. So the first match is Friday night. Um, it's the Warriors hosting the, the Panthers. I'm going to go the Panthers. How about you guys? I am going to put a lot of emphasis on this game. I reckon this is a really important game because I think the winner of this game is going to make the top eight. Uh, that's how big this game is, I think. Both teams sit four points outside the eight. They're both on 18 points, four points outside the eight. And if you're going to give me a tip, I'm going to tip the Warriors. Um no one like uh, Paul shaking his head. I can see already, but I, I'm shaking my head too. Yeah, everyone. The Warriors have a really, the Warriors have, been, have the best. I'm just looking now. The Warriors have the best home record. They've won six games at home, which is the best this year. Um, they love Mount Smart, and it's Manu Vatavai's farewell game. So I think they'll be really pumped for this game. And you know, he's off to the Super League. So well, I think they'll, they'll <coughs> Manu Vatavai isn't named though. Yeah, he's actually named. Well, they've actually. It's funny. They named him the five jumper, but he can't play because of different reasons. That's why there's a twenty-one jumper right. there. So, um, but it's his farewell game. I think they named it the Manu Vatuvai Stadium for this game. I think the Warriors who pump Penrith were, you know, they scraped the win last week, but they've been lacking defensively. I think the Warriors can jump them over there across the ditch. Um, I'll agree to disagree, mate. Um, I'll say this: the Warriors, looking at the lineup, they should win, and they have got a great home home record at Mount Smart. I like the fact that Solomon Carter, who I have a lot of time for, is back in the back yeah, line he's there. Fantastic. He's a he's sensational, so good, yeah. sensationally strong player. Um, but as you know, I will not back the Warriors. So Penrith Panthers for me in God knows what the scoreline will be. But uh, go the Panthers. Um, now, the next Friday night game is uh, its an interesting one. We don't usually see these two teams playing on Friday night. The, the Raiders hosting the Dragons. I, um, I've given up on the Raiders. I, just, I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hopeful. They, I don't know what's going on with them, but they, they just they can't put away teams that they should, um, and they can't put away games that they should either. I've got no faith that the Raiders are going to win this game. Um, having said that, the Dragons aren't exactly going crash hot at the moment either. Um, and I've said this the past two two games the Raiders played they should win this game um, and they didn't they got they got pretty comprehensively beat by the the Broncos and then the the, the Cowboys touched them up so uh, look I I, I, just, I can't tip the Raiders I'm going the Dragons holy hell um, okay so uh, it's reverso world here. Um, I can't go the Dragons. Um, Raiders have been disappointing, I realise that, but the Dragons have been even worse um, <laughs> in the last six weeks. Um, plus the fact they've, they've now lost Aitken, Tane Milne comes in. Who, I noticed Tyson Frizzell's not named, so they're obviously no, just going to No, I, I wouldn't. not I, I, I doubt if... Um, I don't think Frizzell, um, Vaughan, um, Dugan will, will, will play, so... The, the problem is they've got um, Tane Milne, who's a bit of a circus act in at centre, 
Um, throws throws some loopy balls at times. Jason Nightingale. Mate, goes I back. can tell you this week every single loopy ball that Tane Milne throws is going to stick, and the, the I, Dragons I, are going to get. I, I just it will happen. I, I don't like, think so. They got Kurt Kurt Mann on the on the Raiders. wing. They got McCrone back at half. I just they've got a bloke in seventeen called Matt Dufty. Why they aren't blooding him at fullback? He's been terrific through his junior years at at the Dragons. Why they don't put him at fullback and slot Nightingale could, back on the wing? Could put a late I, change in there. I, well. I hope they do because the the current back line is is average at best. Plus the fact Canberra has Josh Hodgson back, I, I have a lot of time for him, and I think the Raiders will win by a mountain of points. We agree, Paul. I we, think so. I, I've tipped against Canberra the last two weeks, thinking same thing as you, Connor. That they had to win at home, but. They're playing a team that's down on confidence. That's the difference this week. I think St. George is down on confidence. They're not playing with the same... You know, the Raiders aren't exactly high on it either. Yeah, I understand that. But that's. But I think Canberra's going to be... You know, they had McCrone in, then he's out. Then he's starting halfback. When you're chopping and changing your halfback, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not a team cohesive. They need their full 17 on the field, the Dragons, to be competitive. With no Frizzell, Paul Vaughan, uh, unlikely starter. Canberra's had two weeks to prepare for this game in the cold with Canberra on a Friday night. I think this is the game. This is the game for Canberra. I can, I'm, you know, if if you look at the margin, I think this is the game for Canberra. Put 20, point, 20, 20 plus on the Dragons for me oh. this week. Oh, I'm not getting my hopes up. <laughs> Let's move on to the Saturday game. Um, oh, gee, the Knights versus the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> the poor you, old Knights. I tell you what, we, uh, we're out at the Hawkesbury Gazette, which is where I work. We put up a little gallery of the Windsor Wolves under sixes at the, um, from the weekend, a photo gallery, and someone said that they looked savage enough to. To beat the Knights, I tell you what, that's it would be tough being a Knights fan this year. That was just absolutely brutal. What happened to them over at Belmore? Um, I actually, I actually feel sorry for them. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I, that were the better team against. It's, it's not the, for the first time this year they've been the better team. Yeah, putting back to back performance has been their biggest problem. So yeah, they were terrible the week before. They were good this week. Whether they can back it up at home, yeah, you're right. For the fan, they, for the fans, they should be able to get up for this game, but. I don't know. You know, you say Brisbane and Brisbane should win, and I think the Broncos rage, are going to flog. They're them. the raging hot favourites, and they, you know, everyone's expect them to win. But around Origin time, they're without Darius Boyd. Milford's named on extended bench, so he might be back. But you know, I look at the Brisbane team, and you know, the last start they got, you know, severely thumped by Melbourne. Um, Benji's, yeah, this is the type of game where Benji Marshall loves to be free flowing, open game. I, I, I'm tipping Brisbane, but. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I'm expecting. You know, I don't think Sione Matauti is going to play because he'd be. You know, he's, he's out for a few weeks. I'm not sure why he's named, but you know, they've got a, Newcastle's back. You know, back row and forward pack are getting better all the time. They're a young team. They're learning. Back to back efforts. They're big problem. So I'll tip Brisbane. But you know, oh geez, I'd love to see Newcastle win. Yeah, likewise. Um, Brisbane for me. I was watching this game with a, a Canberra mate, a bloke who works at the Canberra Times, actually. And we were just waiting. We were saying, when's it going to happen? And it finally happened when uh, Brock Lamb found legs and, oh. and off went uh, off went the dogs to win the game. Yeah, and then he had a chance, chance. To, oh. to, to even it up and probably the, the worst um, penalty goal attempt that we've seen this year. And Why did he take five. that goal? Why did he take that shot? He well, was there's, a there's a lot of speculation. I was I listened to the call on the radio and the commentators were saying that Hodkinson, you know, he didn't take the last kick either. The one that, that obviously... Um, it was Envy that scored the last try, I think. Yeah. So they were speculating that he must have been hurt, or so, or maybe they just said, "Look, 
you know, here's your chance to make amends. <laughs> no, I think confidence couldn't do it. I think yeah. Hodkinson's confidence is down anyway. I felt for Nathan Brown. Um, I think this week, I don't think they've got much of a hope. Although, isn't it fun to think that Mr. Popularity is coming back to town? Oh, Wayne yeah. Bennett. He um, he will be lauded with flowers and beer, I'm sure, or covered in them. I think he said uh, they should keep the team bus running. I think, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. But I think the the thing with the Bronx these days, they haven't got as much of a state of origin hangover. They've got Hunt, Gillett, Maguire coming back. Um, they should handle that origin hangover fairly well, and I think they'll 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 beat the the Knights pretty easily. Uh, so <clears throat> the next game is Saturday up at. The Gold Coast, the Titans hosting the Sharks. Uh, I'm going to tip the Sharks. I think um, I, I, I've, I've liked the look of this Gold Coast team all year, but I mean they're they're down the bottom of the ladder. I think the 14th. The, the Sharks will have too much for them. I think, um, despite the fact that the, sh- the Sharks are a, a risky proposition at best this year, um, with some of the games they've been in, I think they just they'll they'll be able to take care of the Titans. Oh, sharks, would think. sharks by plenty. Uh, the, the sharks trade against the Roosters that they when they're on they can they can match it and you know they're one of the top two teams, two or three teams in the comp. So yeah, this, you look at the sharks team on paper. Losing Jaden Braley is a concern for the yeah, sharks. That, yeah, I think that um, Segiari is named on extended bench this week, so that will help. You know, if he gets back to playing good footy, that, that's another plus for them. They've got you know Paul Gallant, you know non Origin, you know no committed. I, I wouldn't surprise me if one of Fafita or Graham. Have a rest, you know, they've had a tough or long campaign, but you know, you look at the Titans team, they've just had too many injuries. I like the look I like the look of Wallace and James, you know, matching up front with those Sharks guys, but they're too many injuries and you know, I think Sharks have too many points in them. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Titans, if you remember, beat them at Shark Park with a couple of late tries by Pulu um, in, yeah. in early on. Um, but I think the Sharks will be wary of that. I think Flanagan will give them that reminder. And I think the Sharks will win by a couple of tries. All right, so the next game Sunday afternoon um, over at Brookvale Oval. Uh, the Seagulls' heavy favourites against the West Tigers. Rightfully so, I think. The Seagulls um, were on the rough end of a penalty count over at uh, Pepper Stadium the other week. But um, I think the Seagulls should be too strong for the Tigers. They've also got... The Seagulls were definitely missing um, Jake Javojevic last week. Um, and with him back, I think they'll be a much better team. Yeah, as again, I wouldn't surprise me if Jake Javorovic has a rest start this game because I think I think they'll Manly should win and win well. You know, I can't see. Yeah, you know, Tedesco and Woods might back up. They didn't back up after the last Origin game. Um, you know, Warriors. Uh, they did play well the Tigers last start up against Newcastle. They were strong. You know, different. You know, if it was a racing terms, we're up in class this time. Manly have too many, too much to play for. They have, they've been hit with injuries, mainly. They're starting to you know, get a few injuries, but I think they should still, you know, with Tom, Tommy back, um, back full of fitness now, I think they should have too, much, too many points at Lotto Land. Yeah, yeah, Lotto Land, Brookvale, you name it. Um, look, I, I agree. I, I expect some uh, resistance from the Tigers, but um, I certainly don't agree with the Seagulls. They're at $1.14. I wouldn't put um, ass on them, but um, they should win and, and win okay up there. Sean Lane, uh, I was at the uh, Manly game. Sean Lane did quite well in the second row. He um, he looks quite dangerous. It's actually, uh, it's, you know, it's, to be honest, he, you look at, maybe it's just one game, but he, he he looked very good. If he if he continues to do that, um, he'll be very dangerous come finals, which Manly sh- probably should make, given given where they are on the ladder. Um, and I think the final game of the round uh, down at 
Barlow Park. Where's Barlow Park? It's in Cairns, mate. Yeah, Cairns, yeah. They right. did this last year, so it's a. Uh, they moved their game, you know, closer to North Queensland. Yeah, so. right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, look, it's. I think it's. Is it meant to be a Rabbitohs home it game? It is a Rabbitohs home game. Yeah, up in Cairns. Fair enough. The Rabbitohs taking on the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Uh, to be the favourites here, which are oh, interesting. I mean, the Rabbitohs obviously had that that great performance a couple of weeks ago against the Panthers, and then you know just got beat by the Roosters the other night. Um, the Cowboys coming off the bye. That's an interesting one. To be honest, I would have thought the, the Rabbitohs would have been slight, you know, maybe yeah, even, even favourite. Paul, Paul Paul mentioned it last week about you know the form line. Yeah, I think the you know the the South beating Penrith wasn't a good form line, and he rightly tipped the Roosters last week to beat him. That that game was you know Penrith were terrible in that game. I think South masked a lot of things, and last week they should have they beat they were playing a Roosters team in that four of their players, and they couldn't win. So South starting as good as form as what you know what that victory shows, and you know Cowboys up there you know in the heat in Cairns, I think they'll thrive on that. But Tamari Martin back. Is a bit, you know back in the team, you know coming from Penrith is a big plus with no thirst. And I think they've learned how to win without you know the great JT. And I think that this is one they'll have pencil in if they have any hopes of finishing the top four. Yeah, I don't hold much stock in in what the rabbits have done really. Um, so North Queensland for me, I think they'll get over them, get over them comfortably. And, and what a tough away game they go up the road to Cairns. So yeah. um, Cowboys for me definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll go the Cowboys too. Um, up in Cairns, yeah, you think up in Cairns they should be able to get uh, get the win there. Now, look, final thoughts, guys. My final thought is, or my final thought is, I think yeah, Thurston's not there for Queensland. It could be. I think this is the end of an era tonight. You're going to see an end of an era for Queensland. It's a new era for New South Wales. I think Cooper Cronk, Cooper Cronk's last Origin game could well be Billy Slater's last Origin game. Um, I think it'll be if Thurston's not playing Origin well anymore. Be interesting if Matt Scott comes back from his injury next year. Inglis, you know, I imagine he'll force his way back. The end of an era for for Queensland tonight. This is the start of the New South Wales reign tonight, and enjoy it. I think yeah, yeah. that's my final thought. It's it's a good final thought, mate. It's similar to mine. No Thurston, no Scott, no Boyd, no Inglis. New South Wales tonight. Um, come on, guys, let's get them home. Laurie, um, let's end on a win and then uh, wave you goodbye. And, maybe uh, let Des Hasler take over. And maybe <laughs> let's start afresh. A it's a, it's a, it is a new era and I'd like to see a new era up uh, uh, in the big chair, in the coach's chair too. So uh, go the Blues. Yeah, it's, uh, speaking of end of years, I mean, you've already said it, Chris, but it, it'll just be a bit, bit, bit weird next year to, to have an Origin Series without Jonathan Thurston or, or Cooper Cronk. I think it's actually pretty sad. Um, such a um, such a great player is not going to not going to be um, playing for Queensland anymore. Um, so I suppose congratulations on such great careers to the to the pair of them. Um, they thoroughly deserve all the accolades and praise they get, and they're also apparently pretty good blokes off the field too. Here, here, but never feel sad for a Queenslander. Exactly no, I right. do. Yeah, exactly. to be honest, I, I used to hate every Queenslander, but I, I you just have to respect those guys. Like they've they just go about their business every week and they're, they're, you know, they always put in a champion effort. I, it's, to be honest, I, I think it's really hard to dislike guys like um, Cameron Smith and, and Thurston, even though they beat us <laughs> all the time. I'll um, do my best. <laughs> all right, look, that's it, guys. Thank you very much. Um, if you enjoy the podcast, please follow us on uh, Facebook, In The Clear NRL Podcast. Uh, we post a lot of um, content from around the ACM network up there, NRL content, which you're probably not going to find anywhere else. Um, 
particularly from local locally sourced media, uh, you often get quite uh, good stories that the metros just don't pick up. So give us a follow there. Thanks, guys. See you guys. the blues. Yeah, the blues.